0: WWJD, Purpose Driven, Languages of Love, Prayer Warriors. Somehow we get caught up in the fads of spirituality and often insist that these are directly from God rather than well manufactured right here on earth. Religious practices that are more popular than Jesus miss the point. Nothing, nothing in the Christian's life should be more popular than the very real humble relationship with Jesus. And until we return to Him, we're just chasing an illusion of what it's really all about.
1: Offering information for your mind. Enabling transformation for your heart. Sabbath School U, a weekly dialogue exploring God's Word and its application for today's world.
0: I'm Andrew Campbell, and this is Sabbath School University. We want to welcome you, and we want to welcome our guests. Um, uh, I'm going to invite you to introduce yourself, even though I know two of you are well-known to our audience. Um, Introduce yourself, tell me your name, your um, major, um, where you're from, and let's see, we're talking about the, the prophets. Which one of the prophets intrigues you uh, the most?
2: Oh, man. <laughs> OK. Um, my name is Sarah Mae Cologne, and I am in the seminary studying the MDiv, because right. I'm a chaplain. Woo! <laughs> Yay. OK. Yay! It's a win. <laughs> and, applause. And, yes, applause, exactly. Applause. The resume has all the other information okay. <laughs> on it, if anyone wants that. Um, uh, I would have to say, after reading Haggai, I think I'm just, I want to read more into that book because it's super tiny and so now I'm all curious. Like we talked about it a bit a few weeks back and I don't know, now I'm just interested in it more Mm. and I want to see what is deeper that I haven't noticed. Okay. Yeah. So, huh. Hey, guy. (laughs) Hey, guy.
3: Well, my name is Ricardo Marif. I'm also in the seminary in the FDIB program. Mm -hmm. Um, My emphasis is Old Testament languages. Okay. I'm originally from Jamaica, but I live now in New York. I love Hosea. Oh. We did a study last summer about, in the book of Hosea. And he's really a prophet who calls Israel to action. You know, mm. Call calling back from mm. apostasy, how to live good with your neighbor, how to treat people with respect, you know, especially the poor and the fatherless. Mm. And that for me is practical Christianity. Absolutely. So that's why
1: I love that book.
0: Thank mm. you. Nice. My name is
1: Aika, and uh, I'm here at the seminary as well. And the book that intrigues me most, Where that's, are you a, from? that's a tricky one. Well, uh, I'm from America, I'm from Germany, I'm from the Netherlands, I'm from <laughs> 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 many different all places. All <laughs> How to get that question <laughs> <laughs> um, The book that intrigues me, the, the, we're talking about the Minor Prophets, or so mm-hmm. the, the 12. I don't know, it's, it's a, it's a toss up for me. Zachariah okay. is really interesting because he has all these visions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's a really, but I also like Micah for this, this lawsuit that's happening mm. between God and his people, and then this call to be good people, this,
0: yeah. uh, do what's yeah. right. Yeah. It's interesting that you... Picked Zechariah because that's the book we're gonna study today. I don't, I don't know if you knew that, but <laughs> <laughs> well, at least at least we're gonna study in two parts this week and, and next week. But um, before we get into our study for today, Ricardo, I'm gonna invite you to read our key text for today and um, and then pray, and then we will get into the study.
3: Okay. It's found in uh, Zechariah three in verse ten. It says, "In that day." Each of you will invite his neighbor to sit under his vine and fig tree. The praise the Lord Almighty. Lord, we thank you for your blessings. We just pray that as we study this book um, that you will be with us, that you will open our, our hearts and that whatever we find in this book that we will uh, be able to apply to our lives. Um, we thank you. For our viewers and for those who are listening, and um, we just pray that we'll have a wonderful time in your presence, in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you. So you've read the book of Zechariah. Um, you've gone over the lesson. Um, how would you summarize the book of Zechariah? I know that's a tough question, but uh, if you can't summarize okay. it, give give me give me some. <laughs>
2: Carry on, wise one.
1: <laughs> it is a really tricky book because there's so many different parts. Mm-hmm. Um, the language is cohesive, and so we would say it's one author that writes it, mm-hmm. uh, Zachariah, but, but there's so many. There's some that are for the nation, there are some that's individually spoken to, mm-hmm. there are some that are very visionary, and some that are very real and, mm-hmm. and concrete. So it's this mixture of things. I think if I had to pick a sentence that would summarize it, I would say, God's grace now and in the future should change you now.
2: Mm.
0: OK. That would
1: kind of be the summary sentence. that. God's I would
0: say. grace now and? In the future. And in the future. Okay. Uh, for
1: the people at the time. Mm-hmm. For us, okay. we're looking yeah. back, of course, mm-hmm. and we would say, mm-hmm. God's grace in the past should okay. change us. But for them,
0: it was looking mm-hmm. into the future. All right. Any other takes? On he did well. <laughs> I <would say> so.
2: <laughs> You know, he had a tagline. (laughs) (laughs) I can't top that.
3: (laughs) I would say, um, when you think about the background uh, of Zachariah and and why he was called and the time he was called, you know, Israel had just came back from Babylon. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. they were in some difficult times, maybe wondering about their past sins Mm -hmm. and wondering about the future. and. I think for me, in a sentence, it would be, um, don't worry, God is with you and things will be
1: better. Mm -hmm. I think there are two parts to the book, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and I guess we're talking about one part today and then next week about the Mm -hmm. other part. The first part is uh, chapter one through seven, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're directed towards the people themselves and their situation, and that's why the grace of God now, right? Mm-hmm. And it has eight visions, and then it talks yeah. about the fasting mm-hmm. and how that has become just a ritual. And then in, in chapters eight through the end, chapter 14, we now have kind of a view into the future, and it talks a lot more about how, what God will do. Mm-hmm. And we would generally categorize that in two big uh, visions, Eight through 11 and 12 to 14 Mm. and the first part will be dealing mainly with Christ's first coming and then the the second thing more about Christ's second coming Mm. so those are all for those people of course looking into the future we would say we're probably somewhere in between chapters Mm. uh, 11 and 12 somewhere Mm. in in our current and we can look back on on some of that stuff but maybe that kind of gives an overview Eight that are really directed concretely to the people, and mm-hmm. then some that are looking towards the future, towards the Messiah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, when I have to be honest, when when I read Zechariah for the first time, um, I I remember that I was I was kind of perplexed. I was like, I thought this kind of stuff was in Daniel and in, in Revelation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I remember thinking, you know, um, wow. This is some interesting visions and, and prophecy here. Like, what what in the world does this mean? And and I I know that you know perhaps there there are some of our viewers that might be reading Zechariah for the first time mm-hmm. as well. Um, and you know, what does perhaps pick a vision that, from from Zechariah and mm-hmm. and explain to me? You know, why it is why is it relevant to you? <laughs> mm. <laughs> he had, like some deep moment over right? yeah. there. <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, there there the, there are a number of visions right. in, in Zechariah, and the you know this lesson is really about visions of hope. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think well we
3: there's one popular vision that almost anyone who knows Zechariah, or may not even know that the vision comes from that, is the vision with uh, Joshua the high priest. Okay. yeah um standing up before the lord or the angel of the lord and um, um that would be you know one that speak you know, that comes out at me mm-hmm. um but there's also um i think chapter 4 that speaks about um the two the the two witnesses okay yeah. and um one sentence that god makes in in, in that is this you shall say to Zerubbabel it's not by might nor by power but by my spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and oftentimes we 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 try to do things by our strength you mm-hmm. know I, I, I can do this mm-hmm. and and when we try to do things by ourselves sometimes we we meet in a situation where it's too much for us mm-hmm. but we always still try to do it by ourselves mm-hmm. yeah. but God is saying to us listen if you just relax and allow me
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: you know, to take control of the situation, then everything will be okay. Mm. So, uh, that's one of the visions which I really like. Is um, uh, not so much the mm-hmm. one with uh, Joshua the high priest, okay.
1: but also mm-hmm. in chapter four, four it talks about the two uh, witnesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think kind of the the key one is indeed the, the Joshua yeah. because you can relate to it well, right? It, it's a human being that is standing before God in in an almost judgment scene. There's an accuser. Uh, We can sympathize with that Mm -hmm. situation very well. And then God Mm -hmm. says, you know, I will take care of of your deficiencies. Mm -hmm. Have courage Mm -hmm. because I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. My clean garments will cover you. Mm -hmm. And and that's that's a beautiful beautiful picture we can relate to it quite well so that's a very popular one you already mentioned Mm -hmm. the vision right before that there's a set of those eight visions this would be the fourth one the third vision is a really pretty one too though one that I I can relate to it's about a measuring line Jerusalem Mm. will be measured Mm. and uh, we see that again in Revelation there's also a measuring Mm -hmm. and the measuring always has this dual impact of, of both judgment in a Mm -hmm. sense, you're measuring, is a foot still Mm -hmm. a foot? Is a meter still a meter? Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, There is some standard, some absolute standard that is being applied to it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's amazing how God, in in chapter 2 of Zechariah, deals with this. Mm -hmm. So, in in verse 1 of chapter 2, there's a man with this measuring line, but then it goes on uh, to say what this is about. Um, I will take care of it, and at the end, be silent of that vision. Sing, rejoice, O daughter of Zion. This is in verse 10. For behold, I come and I will dwell in your midst, declares the Lord. Mm. Finally, be silent, all flesh, before the Lord, for he has aroused himself from the holy dwelling. That's actually repeated Mm. twice just Mm. to show how important it is. God is in his temple and everything else. And that means God is in charge of things. And I can relax, I can put to rest all my worries. Mm. God is in control of things.
0: No, I, I like the applications that, that you're, you're bringing from these visions because they're very important, you know, and that really ties into the, the next question that I that I, that I had. Um, why are God's past actions relevant for us today?
2: Well, I think even what Ake was just saying, like that kind of... That was the one I was going to pick. By the okay. way, way to steal it. But he said it would better. You well, always say
1: that we're very different. I think I we know. have very
2: w- really annoying. <laughs> so we're very
1: similar in some ways.
2: <laughs> Anyways, that's the one I was interested uh. in. But I think it's really cool because in the past, like we build off the past. Like, where would we be if we didn't know anything about history, or if we didn't know anything? Like, I mean, we'd still be trying to make fire, right? We'd be like, well, it's cold. <laughs> now what? You know, so it's like we can build off of these things, and they they help us see the future clearer. Not mm-hmm. that we understand fully what they mean, but I mean, even here it points directly saying, you know, the Lord will come and yeah. He will be an example for you. And then, a couple books later, you know, it explains that, you yeah. know, and it's just, it's cool to see how it kind of flows and how we can see the progression and we can follow off of that. Right. And so it does impact us today because everything, any, anything from the past can almost be applied to the future to some extent. We just may have to morph it a little bit more to be, um, useful mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and so I think I don't
0: know
2: I think
3: that's yeah cool uh, I'm, I'm thinking if l- let's say we, we meet for the first time yeah right and I, I tell you a few stuff about myself mm-hmm. and uh, a, a few days later you find out that everything I told you was a lie that'd oh. be a problem <laughs> that's gonna be a problem right yeah it, it's gonna be hard for you to trust me in the future yeah Anything else I say is going to be investigated. Of so it, it, that's what I'm looking <laughs> at here. Is that when you look at God's action in the past, mm-hmm. you use that to judge Him and what He's doing now and what He will do in the future. Mm-hmm. And and so it's it's like your action in the past builds your character. That mm-hmm. it's like it does. Mm-hmm. You know, it speaks about you. It it tells people who you are. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so when we when we look at God's action in the past, it just t- tells us that listen, this is the same God who is present and who is in the future. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. whatever understanding you have of Him from the past, mm-hmm. His actions, seeing how He He's merciful, He's a merciful God, He, he, he blesses people and He does good. Mm-hmm. And n- not only that, He's also a serious God. Mm-hmm. And so when you b- bend all of those things together,
0: yeah.
3: it is relevant because it, it it will detect how you react to God and how you respond to Him and how you, mm-hmm. you, you treat Him.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm reminded of the quote, you know, we have nothing to fear for the future lest mm-hmm. we, forget we forget how, he, go far, how God has yeah. led us right. in our yeah. past history.
1: I think the book kind of starts us off in this whole thing, except it's not... The book starts us off not with God's actions in the past, yeah,
0: his but
1: people. humans' his actions people. towards yeah. God. In verse four of chapter one, this is mm-hmm. how it starts after his his little introduction: "I am so and so. I'm Zechariah, and all of that." Yeah, uh, the Lord was very angry with your fathers. That's, That's the right. first thing that is being said. So there mm-hmm. is some past that needs to be dealt with that needs yeah. to be put into right perspective and then then it says in verse 4 do not be like your fathers to whom the former prophets cried out mm. and then it asks those questions who are they your fathers <laughs> they're still around mm.
2: they're not mm-hmm. i'm still around
1: i'm yeah. god i'm still around so why do you follow your fathers into apostasy rather than following me i'm still around yeah. your fathers are not yeah. um, so it kind of plays these two things against each other behavior in the past, or a or, or certain tradition of, of action that has been established, and God says, you have to change your ways if you want to be successful in life, if you yes. want to have a relationship with Me.
0: Now, I, I really like the point where, where you're going with that, you know, um, the contrast between dependence upon the traditions of our fathers and, and you know, that whole rich history that, that, that they, they were coming out mm-hmm. of, um, and you know, they were very prideful about that, and versus you know, dependence on God. Now, why is it so important always to keep in mind our utter dependence upon God? You know, I mean, you were kind of alluding to it there. I, I think it
1: starts off right here, right? Um, and what Zechariah is doing, or what God is doing through Zechariah is saying, look, you can't depend on your forefathers, mm-hmm. but let me show you how you can depend on me. And the next eight visions, all eight of them, actually tell us why the first five are very Mm. positive the last three are negative the Mm -hmm. first one is about the horsemen and god says i will rebuild Mm. the second one is about the four horns and god says i will judge those that oppress you Uh, the third one is about this measuring line uh, i will re-establish israel then the next one is uh, the joshua the high priest I will cover you. Mm. My, my grace will will sustain you. So it just goes through these, and God actually shows in eight visions, yes, why should you depend on me? Mm. There are eight good reasons for it, yeah. and uh, five of them I've already mentioned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I heard somebody said once, because uh, uh, I've heard all
3: the time that, you know, sin is breaking the law, okay. breaking the commandment. Mm-hmm. But I heard someone said something very interesting. Um, he said... Um, Sin is forgetfulness. Hmm. Hmm. You forget to remember, and when you think of it, that's that's what sin is. You, we, we've seen how God acted in the mm. past, mm-hmm. but a, a few minutes later you forget it,
0: mm. mm-hmm.
3: and and then you start worrying, and it's like, isn't God the same God who did that yesterday?
0: Mm.
3: But. Sometimes we forget things so easily, and that's what gets us in the problem. Mm-hmm. And so I think what God was doing here in, in Zechariah is to remind these people, you know, remind them why you can trust me, or yeah. why you should trust mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah?
0: yeah?
2: Yeah. And I also find it really. Were you going to say something? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. No, no. <laughs> I didn't raise my hand, so I wasn't <laughs> sure. Um, I think it's interesting also because mm. sometimes when we don't realize our dependence on God, we we start depending on ourselves, obviously. Mm. Mm logical route, um, but it becomes more focused on the earthly life, mm-hmm. and like what we can build here, as opposed to what's up there, yeah. you know, and I think that whenever we walk away from that dependence on God, our focus just gets all messed up, and we can't realign, and so then we're just floundering about, and that's like the relapse that happens throughout Scripture all the time, is that people are like, yay, God, we see you, we see what yeah. you've done, and then they're like, oh, but man, I just built this awesome place, and <laughs> I'm going to be here, you know, and then, oh, God, who's God? You know, yeah. it's about me. I did yeah. this. I did mm. well. And it's constantly that. Or we got out of slavery. Yay. Oh, no, now there's no water. Where's God at when we need it? Mm. You know, like, and it's constantly this up and down. Um, Do you know what I find interesting? <laughs>
1: that I think there are different stages in life where it just always becomes difficult. Um, you're in college. Mm-hmm. Then you leave college. And suddenly there's quite a bit of a shift. Um, mm-hmm. You get married. Uh, You you have your own home and each time there's, and I think for the Israelites it was similar. Mm -hmm. They were in slavery, they knew what expected them Mm -hmm. and and it wasn't good, but Mm -hmm. it was predictable. And then suddenly there's an unpredictable environment and suddenly no food. Finally they are settled or or they're they're moving into that. Every time you have a transition like that, it's hard and things become different. And yet Mm -hmm. if we trust God in those moments, especially in those transitions, Hmm. Then we can master those transitions in exactly. a new situation much better. It's so easy for all of us to fall into that same mm-hmm. same routine. Yeah. Get a job, take care of it, you know, mm-hmm. pay off, and all those things that, that those key words that we yeah. that we deal with. It's mm-hmm. easy to forget God.
0: And you know, on the on the whole idea of depending upon God, you know, um, I'm I'm reminded of the vision again of Joshua the, the high priest, the one mm-hmm. that you pointed out, and he's standing there, but he's standing in what. Filthy garments. Filthy mm-hmm. garments. And, and that really re- represents each and every one of us, um, that when, when we stand before God, we're really you know, standing in filthy garments. And uh, our dependence on Him comes because we cannot clean our garments or, or we cannot provide ourselves with, with a clean garment.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: it, it is only by God gifting that to us mm-hmm. that, um, that we can be made clean, we can be made mm-hmm. whole. And, um, you know, like I kind of alluded to in, in the introduction, that Christ has to be the center and the mm-hmm. focus and, and the most popular part of, of everything that, that we do in our, mm-hmm. in our Christian life, um, in, in our life, period. Um, mm-hmm. uh, now, sometimes religious practices can, can sometimes, like I pointed out, kind of sort of take the place of Christ um what are what are ways in which we can make valid religious practices such as fasting or even prayer become substitutes for what true christian faith should be about
3: um
2: (laughs) yes ricardo that's
3: that's interesting because i I could tell you personally i've experienced it in my life Mm. um where there was a, a time in my life where I was a student of the Bible, uh, not not that I'm not, no, uh-huh. but for me, I used to walk with three, I had three Bibles, I had one at church that don't leave church, okay. I have one that I, I was in college, I have one that I took with me in my backpack to college, and I, I have one at home, and so I always have the Word with me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I used to study so much, and I pray so much, and it gave me... A sense of 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 holiness—that mm. what I was doing, I was holy, and I was more holy than those who weren't doing it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, I used to, I used to find faults with people, a lot of faults with people who were not doing the things that I was doing, mm. wow. because mm-hmm. I was, you know, I'm the Christian, and I'm the, you know, I'm the example that you should all follow. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a matter of fact, I used to pr- I used to pray just to drink a glass of water. Mm.
2: Wow, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that so, more. <laughs> <yeah>.
3: <laughs> but but the thing is, even when I was but I was doing these things, but I used to be so judgmental, mm. mm-hmm. and I realized that yes, these things are good for your personal development and for your relation, your connection mm-hmm. with God. Um, but you know, how do you react with people? How mm. do you treat people? Right. Um, do you do do you pass the the beggar on the street without you know mm. ministering to their knees? Do you visit the sick? I wasn't doing those things. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was just you know a holy person,
0: personal holiness. Yeah, yeah. Mm.
3: And, and sometimes that can really it can be really tricky because you think that that's what is required to mm. keep you in heaven. You know,
1: and I think it was especially <laughs> difficult at, for the people at the time. And I think mm-hmm. this is what uh, uh, chapter 7 and Zechariah is dealing with. Before they were led into captivity, Babylonian captivity, mm-hmm. they didn't do the things they should have been doing. Mm, yeah. They didn't worship God in the proper way. They worshiped idols and all of that, and God punishes them mm-hmm. through the captivity, the Babylonian captivity. Now, the book of Zachariah is after this fact, So now they're trying to not do the mistakes of their forefathers. It's actually a good thing, isn't it? So they do the opposite. (laughs) And they have all these appropriate things, and you have to do this, and you have to do that, and there we do... And you actually just jump into the other ditch Mm -hmm. on the other side of the road, Mm -hmm. right? It doesn't matter in which ditch you drive the car, it's (laughs) next after that either way. Mm -hmm. Um, The tricky thing is to keep that balance between not doing anything at all Mm -hmm. and... Mm -hmm. Overdoing, Overdoing might not it. be the the right thing, mm-hmm. but not having the connection to it anymore, where right. it just becomes a ritual. So yeah. they introduced fasting, and now they made a mandatory, you have to fast on this day, and you mm-hmm. have to fast for so long, and this is what... And they mm-hmm. forgot that fasting is actually an expression, a personal expression, mm-hmm. much like prayer or other things. I want to be in a closer connection to God, yeah. and I'm... Right. And I'm purposely relinquishing some delights of life so that I can have a closer, that I can use that time for a closer walk with God. And they'd forgotten that. So they were doing the things without going back to the person that they were actually doing it for, Jesus.
0: Go ahead.
2: Um, (laughs) I would like to say that I think it's these things are amazing things to do, yeah. but it's where your heart is. Because I think, you know, Ricardo, you shared a really great example. Sometimes we're so good at doing a list of things, and I think I've said this on the show before. Um, we're really good at doing a list of things. Like, that doesn't require much thought. Mm. You know, it's like I can sit down every single morning and read the Bible for an hour, but I may not actually be awake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so I just might be reading, reading empty words. At the yeah. moment, because I'm not internalizing them, I'm not processing there's no heart involved in it, yeah. there's no like relationship building, it's just because I want to look like a good Christian and read my Bible mm. for an hour a day and be able to tell people, I wake up at 5 a.m. Mm. to read my Bible, and that's a great thing, except for if I'm not awake to enjoy the moment, then... Mm is it really that good of a thing? Yeah. You know, it's the- I like the way Zechariah puts it. He's actually very
1: blunt. In chapter 7, yeah. verse 5, mm-hmm. he says, Say to all the people, to the land and to the priests, when you fasted and mourned, yada, 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 was it for me that you fasted, yeah. or did yeah. you do it for well, yourself? Well,
0: yes. yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And exactly. Jesus will actually come back in the, in the Sermon on the Mount and, and around that, and he says, you know, if you want to stand up in prayer in public, mm-hmm. and you want to do all <laughs> these fancy kind of prayers mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. all of that, Sure, yep. you will get the benefits that you will get admiration from the people. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. you go into the closet, you will get admiration from God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Do you but want it for yourself, or do you want it from God?
0: Exactly. That's that's pretty much all the time that we have for today. What? I know, I know. <laughs> but you know, the, I think that the key point that you know that all of you are making um, is that it really comes down to where does your righteousness come from. Mm. And the, the, the Bible all throughout is very clear. Your righteousness comes only from God. Nothing that you do, mm-hmm. none, none of the practices that, that bring you closer to God are, are make, make you more righteous mm-hmm. in and of themselves. Righteousness comes only from God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, that's all the time that we have. <laughs> I enjoyed discussing Zechariah with you. We'll discuss it again uh, next week. If you would like to contact us, please visit our website at www.sabbatschoolu.org. That's www.sabbatschool, the letter U, dot org. You can join us on Facebook right off our site. Uh, that's it for today. For Sabbath School University, I'm Andrew Campbell, and we'll see you next week.